Before we get going, it's worth noting that the hosts of this show have a man crush on Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? All right. Let's play our best. We've been putting in the tank. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey, let's all go play our best, huh? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Huh? It needed to be said. You know what I'm saying? You are into fantasy football, and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! 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 Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bandy, and as always with me is your boy, Trey. We got 18 years of combined fantasy football experience all over here. Trey, how you doing, buddy? What's up, everybody? I'm doing good today, man. I'm feeling it. Man, we are so close to football season, bro. So close. Every day is just another day closer, man. I am freaking pumped. So today we are rolling with the uh, AFC East Fantasy Outlook. We're going to talk about the AFC East. We're going to talk about some of the, your fantasy favorites up in there. Uh, but but first, we're gonna we're gonna go to Trey with the headline huddle. It's the headline huddle. All right, everybody, headline huddle. It's the news in the league. Uh, first things first, uh, big talk around Leonard Fournette gaining 30 pounds during the offseason. What do you think about that? Say it ain't so, Lenny. Say it ain't so. Uh, well, Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times said that Lenny was just a donut shy of 260. So he wasn't exactly 260. He was a donut shy. Just just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, uh, Lenny tweeted and he said uh, they wouldn't have the same in- energy in your face so why entertain them i'll see y'all september 11th hey i mean lenny will be ready i mean he missed otas and uh they weren't very happy about that um and all i could think is lenny what were you doing during otas eating (laughs) right (laughs) but i digress he'll be ready bro he'll be ready i mean he's probably you know his rookie weight was 228 he's probably got a cut 15, 20 pounds. He's probably not as big as, you know, they're making it out to be. You know, you got to take all that stuff with a grain of salt. But, um, yeah, I know Brady's not going to be too happy with all that. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) what do you think that does for Rashad White? Man, see, that's exactly what I've been saying. In our mock drafts, I've been saying, uh, you know, people are giving me crap for taking Rashad White. uh, But, I mean, who's laughing now, bro? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I mean, that just gives me more hope for Rashad White to see what he can do back there. Uh, I really think Lenny's going to be ready. And um, the only issue that I was kind of worried about with all that is, you know, all that strain on the cutting weight and stuff. I'm worried about injury when it comes to Lenny. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. But I I think it's all going to work out and, you know, we'll get our playoff Lenny back. Okay. Next in the news. J.K. Dobbins unsure to be back for week one. And Ian Rappaport um, reported in a tweet and said, from NFL now, Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins, not a sure thing for week one. He hasn't had any setbacks, but his knee injury was a serious one, and Baltimore has no incentive to rush him back. 
They protected themselves with veteran Mike Davis regardless. Well, J.K. Dobbins clapped back and said, okay, I'm tired of being quiet. Come to me for your source at Rap Sheet because I might not even go on PUP because that's how good my rehab is going. I'm damn sure going to be ready for week one. Dang. Did he put JK, JK at the end of that? No, I'm just kidding. Man, I'll tell you what, man. These players today are getting just so sensitive about everything, man. Like, can't nobody say anything about them before they pop off on them. Right. And Deuce talking about, he said he might not even go on the pup. Okay, but the pup is um, up to six, six weeks off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on the reserve. So it's like... how. So you're saying you're damn sure going to be there for week one, but you might not go on the pup. Well, if you go on the pup, you damn sure ain't going to be there for week one. So mm-hmm. what's really going on, man? You know, say it, yeah, exactly, man. You know, Dobbins rookie season numbers, he went 13 carries, 805 yards. He had nine touchdowns, nine touchdowns. That's nice, but uh, he'll be ready, man. He'll be ready to go. But you know what? He should have just let it go. If he would have let it go and not said anything about it, I bet you we would never would have heard a word about it. But you know what? He put a little something on his name there. And look, now everybody's talking about J.K. Dobbins. That's all he wanted. Yep. A little yep. media attention. Mm-hmm. And he got it. In other news, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, they're talking about possibly a year suspension. Uh, if Watson ends up incurring the full year suspension, the NFL is seeking at his camp. And the NFLPA have already made a decision to file a lawsuit against the league. In federal court, not civil court, federal court. Um, that Judge Robinson is proceeding over the hearing. Um, and once her decision is released, um, there'll be a domino effect after that. But um, basically, if Robinson decides that only part of the season suspension, the NFL could appeal that decision. If hmm. she decides a full season suspension, Deshaun Watson will sue. But there's a chance that she could decide no suspension and the NFL is expected to quickly file an appeal. Hmm. I tell you what, this was a brilliant play by Deshaun's lawyers. And you know, yeah. the NFL's had all this crap going on with Brian Flores lawsuit, all this crap going on. They don't want any more attention. Now, now they're saying he's only going to get two to eight games. You see how quickly that jumped down? Yeah. It worked. It worked. I mean, I feel like this Watson news is never going to end, though. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, just like Aaron Rodgers a few years back, I am freaking over it. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm sick of hearing it. I just want him to to put the ruling down, let him do his time, and then play football. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So it is that time. Let's get it rolling with our new series, starting with the AFC East and our divisional diagnosis. Divisional Diagnosis. It's time to dive into the AFC East, baby. Let's Let's go. go. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So first, we got to start with the number one contenders for the Super Bowl. I'm talking about your Buffalo Bills. That's right. Hey, Josh Allen's going number one on the draft boards in almost every mock draft I've been in. Dude's got yeah. a cannon for an arm, bro. He's been killing it, man. Uh, QB one last year, QB one the year before. Um, I think uh, he'll be the first one if he gets it again to do a three peat on uh, QB one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, 
I mean, last year he ran for 763 yards and six touchdowns. It's crazy, that's, man. That's great for fantasy. That's right. That's right. That's, that is the kind of quarterback that I like, bro. One that can run when he needs to. No offense, Brady. I mean, don't take this personal. But one that can throw when he has to. Yeah. That's what I like. Um, they went from 24th to third in pass play rate over the last three years. I mean, so they just love throwing the ball and running as many plays as they can within 60 minutes, mm, yeah. <laughs> which is great for fantasy. Mm-hmm. No lie. I'll tell you what, though. That's 763 yards and six touchdowns. Let's just say, for argument's sake, you cut that in half. I mean, that would bring him to still a top five quarterback last year. Right. Exactly. That's that's wild. That's wild. And we got Stefan Diggs. He's been dropping in some of the mock drafts I've been doing. And I'm glad, bro, because I'm going to be down there waiting for him. <laughs> no, no kidding. I mean, his production took a step back last year. Uh, he was only a top 15 wide receiver through the first nine weeks of the season. One time. Right. That's wild. Um, but see, you know, also Josh Allen actually took a step back from his 2020 year last year. Uh, yeah. So I'm wondering if we've even seen his final form yet. I don't know. I mean, he gets better every year. I mean, it feels like and my eye test tells me he gets better every year. Yeah. I've seen that they uh, they signed Jameson Crowder. Um, so I'm thinking he's getting that Cole Beasley spot. Uh-huh. Crowder, wide receiver three, I think. Yeah. 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 Slot yeah. receiver. I like Crowder, man, on the Jets. I mean, he he didn't have a lot to work with over there. So maybe you get a good quarterback there and he does something with it. Um, I think he's definitely going to do uh, be somebody to look at for a flex in deeper leagues and uh, definitely in best ball, I think, as well, because the way mm. Cole Beasley would have, you know, spurt games where he would just go nuts mm-hmm. um, as a late pick in best ball, he could win your win that week for you just by having mm. him down there on the bottom. For sure. My boy Beasley. What's Beasley up to these days? Where's he I think he at? he's still a free agent. Man, man, Tampa Bay needs to grab him up, dude. Just have him <laughs> out there. I mean, if they're going to get rid of Scotty Miller, man, you know, we, I would love some Cole Beasley. That dude's got hands, and he's a phenomenal route runner. But I digress. Dawson Knox? Eh. Yeah, man. Uh, well, they also signed O.J. Howard, um, yes, and they're talking about possibly doing, uh, you know, sharing work, and so it's yeah. scary. It's mm. definitely scary. Dawson Knox was phenomenal towards the end of the year last year man he he was yeah. just it feels like he was dude was always in the end zone man I, he had nine touchdowns on the season last year I, I i hope that they can make something happen oj howard he got hurt the first year on that buccaneers run so i re- don't think we've actually seen him full-fledged going at it but um between the two of them they've got a great tight end room i think yeah um what do you how do you feel about gabriel davis this year I love me some Gabe Gabe, man. I mean, Crowder be the number three. That makes Gabriel the number two. Gabriel Davis going to be all right, man. Yeah, man. And I just feel like so last year, um, the Buffalo Bills ranked first in total targets to wide receivers um, out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings the potential of having two wide receivers, you know, in the top 15 or so. Um you know, if, if if they're really getting it out there. So, I mean, there's there's definitely a, a spot for Gabriel Davis on your roster. Yeah, um, you can get him late. He's right. going late. You can definitely grab him up. 
Um, some notable pickups for the Bills. Uh, you said Jameson Crowder. We, they got Von Miller now. He's going to show out, I hope, back there. And James Cook, Dalvin's little brother. I think James Cook's going to go off, bro. Yeah, man, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I think that um, I think at first it'll probably be Cook and Singletary mm-hmm. um, until Cook proves himself, and then he'll take over completely. Um, yeah. That's the way I'm thinking. And that might be oh, game yeah. week one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he breaks out for a 60-yard touchdown or something, they might just be like, all right, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It runs in the family, I hope. <laughs> um, last thing I do want to say, uh, they lost Brian Dable, their offensive coordinator, um, mm-hmm. but he was replaced by Ken Dorsey, who who was Josh Allen's quarterback coach. So Ooh. now you got the dude that's been coaching the quarterback all year, one-on-one, running Ooh. the offense. Oh, wow, man. It's going to be wild in Buffalo, baby. Yeah. I tell you, Let's see. Uh, I, I just can't see. I can't wait to see what they look like this year. Uh, let's go with your final record prediction with the Buffalo Bills. What do you got them going? So I actually have them going 11 and six, the same record as they had last year. Mm, I got them going 12 and five. I'm going to give them one more game this year. I almost went that route, mm, but they got this weird habit of losing random games out of nowhere, dude. And, uh, I think we might see a little more of that this year, but I think 12 and five is still going to be pretty solid. It's just hard to pick a twelve team, twelve win team, man. That's that's tough. That's tough to achieve. Yeah, but they're, they're freaking stacked. They got better everywhere, man. They I know running that's backs. That's what I was always worried about with the Bills was running back. Singletary. I don't trust that guy. And Zach Moss. He started to look like he was going to be the guy. Nope. James Cook. Cook it up, baby. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next. Team, who's it gonna be? The New England Patriots. Uh, the New England Patriots hope to make big strides this year. Uh, Belichick wants to show that he can win without Brady. So far, mission not accomplished. Right. Uh, Mac Jones, he had an, a pretty impressive rookie season. I liked it. Yeah, I mean it, it was it was impressive for a rookie. I'll say exactly. That. Yeah, well, he he took him to the playoffs. That's something. Yeah, um, he just it it felt like a very kind of I don't want to say game time because I think Bill Belichick was the game time coach. Whether more than Mac Jones being a game time quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think he yeah. made sure he played it you know, safe and, and didn't let Mac throw too much. You know, there, there at first he was kind of getting a little way and then they, they chilled him out. They're like, Hey bro, we're, we're going to win games. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that game where he didn't, he, what, he threw the ball three times. It was against the bills. Actually, yeah. And, and, it, and it was a weather problem too, but still, I mean, I mean, that's a good excuse for him, right? Yeah. Bro, it's raining. I don't know, man. I think you better keep running it. <laughs> um, I know that he averaged under 200 passing yards in a seven, in the seven game win streak. Mm. Um, which is like, you know, they're still winning games, but it's like, how, how's he going to work out for fantasy, you know, compared to some of these other guys that are throwing it up? He, yeah, yeah, he passed. Yeah. He got in shape though. So, I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, I mean remember he, he had that beer belly going on last year. And I wonder if that, uh, if that makes him have any kind of run game because he didn't really have much of a, a run game last year, but being that he, you know, worked out, maybe he's going to surprise somebody and hit a, hit a quick one on him. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he seems more like a pocket passer to me, but yeah. maybe, 
maybe. I mean, that's really not. I mean, they had Cam Newton for a while, but that's not really the Patriot way, as they would say. Didn't he take Cam Newton's position? Yeah, dude. He yeah. got Cam out of there, bro. And, like uh, Belichick was like, Cam, I trust a rookie over you. Yeah. And then Cam went to Carolina and said, I'm back. And, and he didn't left. do shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then left. No doubt. <laughs> Hey, but um, Mac Jones did start all 17 games. So, I mean, we at least know he's solid, uh, you know. Consistent. And again, he took the pass to the playoffs. I mean, that's a – I mean, not a lot of quarterback. I mean, that's not an easy feat. I'll put it that way. But like yeah. you said, Belichick, I think, helped. Um, but when they got to the playoffs, they lost to the Bills uh, 47-17. That was, that was a little tough loss. <laughs> but they got there, you know. They got there. They got there. <laughs> Um, they, didn't, they didn't stay very long, but they got there. <laughs> uh, they added Devontae Parker and uh, Taquan Thornton. Um, Ooh, yes, sir. Now, uh, De- Devontae Parker missed seven games last year and got two touchdowns um, throughout the year. But, you know, I'm wondering if what kind of role he's going to play on their team. Me too. Um, being that he's uh, 168 ADP, um, mm-hmm. if he somehow takes the wide receiver one role, that's a freaking steal, even for Matt Jones throwing you the ball. I would say Jacoby Myers is probably the the number one on that team, but I think if Devontae Parker can stay healthy, which isn't something that he's very good at doing, I think he could definitely take over. He's a big physical receiver. Uh, last year in the games that he did play, he averaged 12.9 fantasy points, which isn't amazing, but it's not terrible, you know? I'm glad you brought up Jacoby Myers because last year he also scored two touchdowns, but he played the whole year. <laughs> so, <laughs> But he's been the, the target leader for the Patriots for the past two years. So, Yeah, yeah. It's just the without having them touchdowns, you know, I guess maybe in a PPR, Jacoby Myers might be, um, you know, getting those 10-yard, 10-yard, 10-yard. Injuries and stuff like that, man. You know, you, you that's somebody that could could fill in and at least put some points on your board. Most definitely, most definitely. And he's always so close to a thousand yards. He never quite gets there, but he gets close every year. They traded yeah. Nikhil Harry, and uh, but they still have Nelson Aguilar, and I haven't heard any news on dude. Um, I mean, I like Nelson Aguilar, but man, he doesn't ever. He didn't do nothing, bro. I really I, liked him. I feel like the one of the one of my fantasy seasons, I played him in a flex position and he killed it. And I just like I didn't even know who he was. I just threw him in there and he killed it that game. And that's I, that's the only reason I know his name. You know what I'm saying? It's because I remember starting him that one week, but haven't heard the much Eagles. out of him since. He's more of a deep ball threat, I think. And uh, the deep balls he did get thrown to him last year, he he just couldn't couldn't bring him in, bro. Like usually he's got decent hands, but. I don't know. I guess we'll see. There's a lot going on over there. So I don't like how New England has given up a few of their defensive players. They got rid of Shaq Mason. They got rid of J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson is a phenomenal player, bro. I'm not too mad about the Shaq Mason thing because he came over to Tampa and he's going to block for Brady. But, uh, I mean, if we're talking New England Patriots right here, like, uh, you know, Bell. Belichick's getting rid of some of his great defensive players, and I think it's because he thinks he knows better. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, he definitely has that mentality. You know, uh, their defense finished second in points allowed last year. Um, they were killing it for a while. Um, I mean, just killing it. And uh, so, I mean, I think that uh, that even like for those of you that still play defenses in your league, I think that that uh, they'll be a good start. I think always with Belichick. Um, 
What do you, what about Hunter Henry? What do you feel about him as a tight end? Man, I do not hate Hunter Henry. I, I call him the touchdown machine. He's from Arkansas, where we are. Um, I like Hunter Henry. Um, people aren't too high on him. I think if Mac Jones can get it together this year, I think Hunter Henry is going to be a, a a red zone threat, a hundred percent. But uh, you know, p- people don't listen. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I got a question for you. If you had to have a Patriot on your fantasy team, who would you have on your team? I'm thinking Devontae Parker. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Devontae Parker. Uh, what do you think? Nick Folk. <laughs> That's the real that. choice, baby. That's the real yeah, choice. Yeah, that is the real choice. Last year, he made 62 out of 67 field goals. That's all you need in your kicker, baby. <laughs> mm, mm. You know, a lot of people don't play kickers no more. They they think it's stupid. Yeah, I like it. I think I it, do too. Uh, I love winning by a kick. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know why people saying? don't like that shit. Yeah, I love it. Because they lost by a kick, you know? But, dude, it's like if you have a fantasy football team, you got a team has defense, a team has a kicker. It's all part of the game. Exactly. But I've heard a lot of people talking bad on kickers in your fantasy leagues. But you know what? The Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football League, we're kicker approved. Ding! Kicker approved. (laughs) Oh, some notable pickups for the Patriots. I got Ty Montgomery. I mean, he he had his moments in Green Bay. Um, you know, I, I remember he he muffed a a punt return, and that was the last we ever saw of him. But yeah. I like Ty Montgomery. He's a good throw in there. You know, when you when you absolutely need him, kind of guy. Not for fantasy. I mean, for the team, by the way. <laughs> right. All right. Let's go. Final record prediction for the Patriots. Go. So I got the Patriots going nine and eight. I got them going ten and seven. So same record as they did last year. I like it. Yeah, ten and seven. Yeah, the the Pats need to be better. Bel- Belichick's legacy is at stake here, so I think he's going to whip them boys into shape. Let's keep this thing rolling. Let's go down to Florida and look at and talk about the Miami Dolphins, baby. <laughs> Scared the <laughs> shit out of me. I ain't gonna lie, bro. What? <laughs> oh shit! No. <laughs> oh, Tua Tonga Viola. Tua Tonga Viola, left-handed quarterback. I think potentially a top ten guy this year. I'm I'm willing to say that. I mean, Not he, he's got to stay. Yeah, I mean, he's got to stay healthy. Yeah. If you think about Tyreek Waddle. Jaseki, the things they got going on there, bro. I mean, you could just throw it over and somebody's gonna catch it. Those right. both two, those two are very similar, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. They're both shifty, fast receivers, and I love it. Yeah, it's an exciting team, man. I feel I feel like it's gonna be like, I mean, and, and they still got a good defense, but I feel like the offense is just gonna be going off the charts. Exactly. They were a very defensive-minded team. They got the new coach, Mike McDaniels, and I think they're going to be more offensive-based this year. I'm excited. I'm very excited about the Dolphins this year. Tyreek Hill, he has just been sticking up for Tua, that's for sure. Everywhere you look, he's like, that's my quarterback. He, he's, he's more uh, accurate than Patrick Mahomes, you know, like 
he's he's talking to up. So maybe he sees something that a lot of these people don't see. So over the past five season with the Chiefs, uh, Tyreek Hill caught 418 passes with 6,489 yards and 53 touchdowns on 625 targets. Dude's a game changer. I feel like his floor is Waddle's success last year. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Like that's his floor. So, I mean, I, I'm really excited for Tyreek Hill this year. Well, he's going to have to justify his decision to grab that bag. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, he's going to be trying to show out. You think he was got the arm strength to 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 throw it to Tyreek? You seen the video <laughs> where he underthrew him and he had to turn around and step back and grab Uh huh. I think that oh, was yeah. much drama. Yeah, yeah. It's and you know what's crazy is the Miami Dolphins reporters are the one that put that out. Like you should be hyping All your right. team up, not making them look bad. But uh, you remember that video and two is like, did you see that throw? That was money. Right. <laughs> Oh, but uh, Jalen Waddle, he had a he had a pretty good rookie season, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so, man. I, I mean, I had him last year, and oh, yeah. uh, and I loved him. I was like, who is this dude waddling all over my fantasy league, make, <laughs> winning me every week? You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy is I drafted him, but yeah. I let him go because he wasn't doing shit the first couple games, so I, I got rid of him. Yeah, and yeah, I, I picked him boy up. Yeah, you did. I should have held on to his ass. Do you think that Waddle and Tyreek – being both on that team, do you think they could? They will both be fantasy relevant this year? I think there's definitely potential for that, man. I really do. Um, I do think that Tyreek Kill is gonna, you know, outscore Waddle pretty, pretty drastically. But um, I also still think that Waddle could be a potential for a flex position, um, and then a, in a couple deeper leagues for sure. I mean, both oh, of yeah. them will be, you know. What I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Tyreek's going early, anyways. But um, yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, if if I tell you what, if between him, Jacecki, and Waddle, if they can all work together like Tyreek and uh, Kelsey did last year, they can make things happen. Because Kelsey and Tyreek, they had like this own little language of theirs, dude, that they were speaking. Like Tyreek, if if it was going to Tyreek, Kelsey got people out of the way and, and mm-hmm. vice versa, man. But I tell you what, when you double coverage Tyreek, he's not – I mean, if you double coverage anybody, they're not going to be as effective, but – Tyreek is very vulnerable to the uh, double coverage for sure. That's true. Um, I'll definitely say that um, I can say that I think Waddle will be a top 25 wide receiver for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I got Easy, no problem yeah. saying that. Yeah. I don't know why I get hit with him and Jamar Chase. I just, I feel like those guys are connected, you know? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know why. I just, I mean, I guess because I drafted them both last year, but <laughs> they're connected in my head. <laughs> right, right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Chase Edmonds, the back that they picked up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's going to be the main guy in Miami. He was hurt last year, so, I mean, he didn't see you, we didn't see much from him. He, he was a Cardinal last year. A scary fact about Edmonds. In his four-year career, he's rushed just over 1,500 yards total four years that's kind of scary scary. (laughs) yeah that is gay Uh, but i like him it's so weird like he's a shifty little dude man yeah man and uh you know uh he's progressed he's gotten better every year um but he's never really took that lead role running back role um and i'm wondering you know if if that's i think that's their plan down in uh, miami right now um but you know, he, he gained over a hundred combined yards in three games last year. Um, and then 
he had only really one big performance, and that was in week 16. Um, he put up like 26.7 in uh, PPR leagues points, mm. which is pretty solid. But like I say, can you know, can he keep up and can he be consistent? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing. He does. Uh, he is a pass catcher, though. So it's another target for Tua. Yep. PPR leagues. Yep. And they are stacked, bro. Uh, they got. I, I really like Jacecki over there, man. And and then the good thing about Jacecki is you can get him in the later rounds. But the scary thing is, like I said earlier, you know, like there's so much going on back there. Is Jacecki going to be something? This yeah, that's year? what I'm worried about, man. I'm really worried mm-hmm. about too many mouths to feed. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the problem with Jacecki is he either does really good or he does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem with Jacecki, man. Um, you know, last year, uh, from week three to seven, uh, he had starter tied in uh, points. So, I mean, that was like, you know, what, a six-game stretch or somewhere in there that, you know, it's risky, but I feel like it's going to get, you know, it's even more risky now with Tyreek added to the team. And I don't know. But I just I think we'll have to see how uh, Tua plays it out. Yeah, it's all going to be on Tua's shoulders for damn sure. We're going to have to see what he's him. made of. <laughs> You know, there, Tua had that stretch of games last year where he was just amazing. Like, I was watching him and like, oh, my God, dude, this dude is freaking awesome. You know, but if he's always hurt. I mean, that was his – in college, that was the problem with him. He was hurt a lot, you know? That's right. So we're just going to see what, what, what goes down in Miami. Hey, if he gets hurt, they added Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Look, that guy's everywhere, dude. <laughs> he loves playing that role. I know, dude. I mean, he always comes in and does okay, too. It's weird. Yeah. He's like, I'm just here to fill in for the injury. Uh, I'll take my check <laughs> after the game. <laughs> Make it out to Teddy B. <laughs> I'll keep it close. We might lose. We might win, but I'll keep it close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some, some notable pickups was obviously Tyreek Hill and Chase Edmonds, who we discussed. Um, final prediction for the Miami Dolphins. Last year they went 9-8. and eight. This year they're going ten and seven. Ten and seven. Okay, okay. I got them going eleven and six. Nice, nice. Uh, maybe I got high hopes for these guys. I don't know, man. But the AFC is so stacked this year, bro. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Let me take a second here to talk about uh, the Melon app. The Melon app is awesome. We've been using it now. Uh, you can see why our podcast, it looks so nice. Uh, we can live stream to numerous places, like as many as you could think of. And, and it's for a decent price. So, guys, uh, I'm going to put a link in the description down there. You know, make sure you check out the Melon app. Appreciate you. Also, I'm going to go ahead and take this time to let you guys know to go ahead and subscribe to our channel. Smash that like button for us. You know, you know, big things are happening for us over here, I promise you. Um, just big things. I, I don't want to ruin any surprises or anything like that, but you see that smile on Trey's face? Yeah, August yes, 8th, sir. baby. We got our big one coming. August 8th. I love it. I love it. All right, so let's keep it going. Let's keep it rolling. We are flying up to New York City, boss, for the New York Jets. We're flying in the jet. Yes, sir. We got the MILF hunter, Zach Wilson. Uh (laughs) Yeah, dog boy. You heard about that? 
Oof. Yeah, man. I, I, I watched a TikTok with his mom showing the friend. And she was like, y'all are crazy if y'all believe that. And the friends in the background like. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, she looked good, bro. I ain't gonna lie. The mom? The friend and the mom, both of them. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what they say? The older berry is sweet as juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she she was good, huh? The dude's yeah, young, yeah. bro. Zach Wilson's really young still. So, I mean, I mean that's kind of messed up, you know? It's it's crazy, you know. If a woman would have done this, we'd be giving him, they'd be dogging him. They would be oh, dogging yeah. him. But everybody's like, yeah, Stifler's mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's trying to take some of that Joe Burrow spotlight, Joe Cool from last year. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's hey, like, I want to be cool. Yeah, it might work. His stats last year were uh, 2,334 yards, nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Yeah, that's rough. That is rough. Not very impressive, that's for sure. He did gain some muscle. I mean, he's been working out. He's got to be better this year, right? Um, I think so. And the team, I mean, they built the team around him, dude. They built the team for him to succeed. I've seen in some drafts uh, people taking Justin Fields over him. Personally, I would take Wilson. Um, I don't want either one of them, but um, <laughs> personally, I would take if it was, if I had the opportunity, you know, for like a QB three or something like that, I'm taking Wilson over Fields. Yeah, um, people are really high on Fields this year. I don't know why. I think because Matt Nagy's gone now, and they think, uh, you know, they got a better uh, offensive minded coach. They think he's going to do big things for them. I don't know. Well, you know, and he was so good in college on his feet, and that's one of the things that people are talking about. But I'm like, he played last year. You saw what mm. he did. Wasn't on much. his feet. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but back to Zach Wilson. Um I hope he worked on his awareness. That's that was something he definitely lacked in last year. Uh his awareness was 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 terrible. Um but he better he better turn things around this year because next year the QB draft class is ridiculous. Oh yeah. It's scary. All of them, bro. Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, all of them mofos need to start tearing it up this year. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Even Trey Lance. Yeah. Even Trey Lance, which I'm still not sure about. You were way higher on Trey Lance than I am. That's for sure. And we got the same name, dog. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what it is. Oh, my bad, my bad. Come on now. I didn't mean to mess up with your uh, your name, buddy. There, <laughs> they probably had the best draft class out of everybody for sure. Yeah, I think they had the the best picks too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brees Hall. Yeah. Did you hear about Brees Hall? He held out on the Jets for his rookie contract. Yeah, I heard in, that in in the Jets' cave, bro. Paid yeah, guaranteed three year money. Yeah. That's insane, bro. Hey, bro, there's a lot of hype behind him, and and he could have walked on somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he's going pretty high, considering people don't know what he's going to be. And yeah, he's a jet. I think he's being drafted in the fourth round of 12-team leagues, um, which <sighs> is tough, man. It's tough. But if he um, breaks out, it could be a value at the fourth round. Oh, for know? sure. I think if if I was doing the um, you know, taking wide receivers first, like Cooper Cup, Demar Chase type situation, he would be somebody that I would look for as a one or two, hmm. um, just to fill that slot. Um, yeah, he has a chance, man. He definitely has a chance. Between him and Michael Carter in the backfield, uh, they should have a pretty awesome running back game going back there. Dude had. Uh, Almost 1,500 yards his last two years at Iowa State. 
Um, wow. And 36 receptions on top of that each year. Yeah. Nice. That's solid. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, he's definitely got the uh, – he can take the workload. Now are they going to give it to him? Mm-hmm. And can he stay healthy like, you know, everyone else? Right. Man, last year we had the worst year for injuries, it felt like, dude. That ruined my fantasy team last year, injuries. Yeah, and COVID and all that drama. Covinjuries, you know what I'm saying? Covinjuries, yeah. <laughs> Covinjuries, baby. <laughs> I like it. I do like Elijah Moore, the wide receiver. He had some flashes of greatness last year, I believe. Um, Zach Wilson steps up. We could see him break out for sure. They also drafted Garrett Wilson. Um, I still think that Elijah Moore will be leading the way of the receiving mm-hmm. core, at least for now. Um, and I actually I had him last year on my fantasy team. Towards the end of the year, bro, him and Zach started making a connection, and he was taken mm-hmm. off. That's what I'm saying, bro. He had some flashes for sure. Um, and then his injury caused him the last uh, final five games, and it was like mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, he was putting up in in our league like 30 points a game as a flex. <laughs> I Dang. was loving it. Yeah, dude was tearing it up. I like that they picked up CJ Uzma. I yeah. like that, dude. I, I get some Gronk energy off that dude like he's just funny laughing having a good time i like that a lot i mean not necessarily his his play isn't gronk like i don't want to disrespect gronk on a you know he's the tight end goat you know what i mean but but i just get that vibe off him you know what i mean and if him and zach wilson can get some chemistry going i like Uzmal, man yeah, I just know that the Jets aren't big on uh, throwing to the tight end. It's not really part of their scheme, so that's the yeah. that's the scary part there. But well, I mean, they didn't have a tight end really to throw it to last year. That's true too. I mean, that's you just uh, they brought him in for a reason, right? Yeah. Maybe they're gonna you know you know do do things different. I know Uzma's a decent uh, blocking tight end as well, but I mean, he gets in open field and you know he he starts crushing through fools. I, I really I really like that guy. I mean. I, I'm not gonna like draft him as my tight end, but you know he he could probably definitely do some do some damage back there. Yeah, I think he'll definitely be somebody that uh, will be uh, somebody that's uh, streaming their tight ends uh, if he does you know a good week or whatever. You kind of rotate him out, throw him in because um, mm-hmm. I like that strategy anyway. Streaming tight ends, uh, just wait until your very last pick of your draft to grab a tight end, and then just figure out who you think's got the best matchup every week, and you know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? because you'd be surprised yeah. what you can do with that. I mean, that's how I do my defenses too, man. I stream defenses like yeah. all the time. Yeah. I bounce around a lot, go for, I find a, you know, I used to have a strategy where I would chase the Jets. I would chase the Jets, right. whoever the Jets are playing. I mean, that's who I would pick for my defense, but, you know, that doesn't always work. <laughs> I think that's what I did towards the end of the year last year. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you messaged me about it and you're like, you're chasing the Jets, huh? <laughs> uh huh. Chasing the Jets, baby. <laughs> Some notable pickups for the Jets. Uh, Jordan Whitehead from Tampa, uh, safety back there. Ty Johnson from the Lions, running back. <sighs> I was really upset to lose Jordan Whitehead, that's for sure. He's 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 pretty good, man. Uh, but, he, yeah. you know, he had to get his paper, and I understand, you know. Uh, final predictions for the Jets. <sighs> Six and 11. Six and 11, taking a step up. Mm-hmm. Seven and 10. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, you know, I'll give them a little thumb, thumb, you know, thumb that extra game or two. I, I just think that they've done uh, too much to put too many aces in places to not at least win seven games. I right? agree. I agree. And they've got a pretty easy schedule. Uh, so that's good. 
but uh, they need to figure out how to make these draft picks work for them. That's for sure. No doubt. Okay. Now, <clears throat> who is winning the AFC East this year? Well, based on uh, both of our predictions, we say the Bills. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. Um, yeah, obviously. I mean, Bills and then uh, Dolphins. Switch up. Pats, Jets. Yeah. Dolphins take over the uh, Pat spot, and the Pats drop down to the third in the division. I'm, I'm feeling it. Belichick is not going to be happy, bro. <laughs> A dream oh. is for the Pats to be last in the division, and the Jets surpass the Pats. That would be dope. You, uh, man, you're a Pat hater, huh? I am, bro. And I've always been a Pat hater ever since Brady was there. And I was a Brady hater when he was at the Pats. And as soon as he left, I'm like, yeah. Because, dude, Brady became like a different person when he became a Buccaneer, bro. Yeah, bro. That video of him on the yacht with the trophy, with the Lombardi. I'm like, hey, okay, I would party with Brady a little bit. (laughs) Dad, no. (laughs) That's what I always think of. Dad, no. (laughs) His baby girl yelling at him. Yeah. Well, you got anything else for us, Trey? That's all I got today, baby. Well, thank you guys for watching the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Please, please, please. Don't forget, August 8th, big things are happening for us. All right? Big things. So big. Just so big. Guys, don't forget to tune in next week when we are... Switching from the AFC East, we're going down to the NFC East. So next week, NFC East, baby. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey. Yeah, I was thinking. Follow the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. (laughs) Ding! Here's our card. You've been listening to the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go! Here we go! If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex and on Twitter at fourthandflexpod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.